G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision 180. Live different. Different. Skillet is one of the biggest Christian rock bands ever and probably the most busiest band, like full stop. They are constantly touring and one of my favourite uh, members of the band is the female drummer Jen Ledger. She has been drumming for them since she was about 18 years old, which blows my mind. And just recently she has started her own solo project, her own band. It's called Ledger. So very excited to welcome Jen Ledger to my show tonight. You are the one, you are the one I need. You are the one who loves me completely. Hey Jen, great to chat with you. Hey Alex, how are you doing? Thank you so much for having me on today. It's awesome to get to chat. Yeah, same. My second Zoom interview actually, I spoke with Joshua Micah because he's back uh, last week. So I'm excited that we've got another Zoom interview. (laughs) We're all making it work, aren't we, with this crazy lockdown? I think everyone's all of a sudden learning what on earth Zoom even is. Yeah. (laughs) I, my family, my first time I did Zoom was last week with my family. And I did, they played games through Zoom. And that was pretty fun. I noticed a little hint of an American accent in there. You said last. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what's crazy? Everyone in America thinks I sound English, but everyone in England thinks I sound American and then often now both countries think I sound Australian because I'm a crazy blend of weird accents. Yeah, (laughs) that's crazy. How long have you been in uh, America now for? Oh, like uh, 14 years now. I came over when I was 16 years old. So I feel like people have to give me a little bit of grace if I've got a bit of an American twang. Like coming (laughs) over at 16, I got so tired of having to repeat myself all the time. by Like I'd say, hey, where's the rubbish bin? And then they're like, what? And I'd be like, where's the rubbish bin? And I'll be like, where's the trash can? (laughs) And they finally understand me. Well, the worst thing in America ever is trying to order water. Like, he's like, hey, can I get some water, please? They're like, what? (laughs) It's just, it's a whole nother world. Well, 14 years, that's crazy. So Mm -hmm. you moved over to be part of the band Skillet. So how did you get into that role? Oh, man, it's kind of a crazy story. I'll try and, like, say it in more of a nutshell. Um, I came to America when I was 16, and I actually kind of became a Christian when I came. I came over to do a Bible school. It was like a, it's called the School of Worship in Kenosha, Wisconsin. It's, like, the middle of nowhere, only, oh, like, wow. 16 to 20 people every year. And I came over, and my mom thought it'd be good for me. My older brothers had done it. They kind of became Christians, came back, completely transformed people. So my mom was like, my mom had gotten born again through my brother's coming. So she wanted me to go. She was like, please go, you know. So I came over to America. um, And actually, it's like a music school and Bible classes and worship. So it's really awesome, intense year. But it's where I kind of actually understood the gospel for the first time in my life and got serious about wanting to live for Jesus. And it was actually that year, though, um, I was on on the program with a bunch of different musicians, but uh, it actually gave me such kind of self-confidence issues with the drums specifically, being a girl in kind of a guy's world. 
I just kind of, it got to me and I actually quit the drums altogether. I was convinced that I was terrible at them. I was sure I couldn't play. I would get kind of like sick playing at church for 200 people on a Sunday morning. Um, So I actually quit altogether. And it was about a year later, I'd come back to do the second year of the School of Worship. I was 17 years old. I was learning the bass guitar because I was so sure I was a terrible drummer. And uh, Skillet goes to the same church as me, and I'm really good friends um, with the guitar player's sister. And they were holding auditions, and they actually asked me to try out. And I was so, so sure I was terrible on the drums. I said, no, there's no way. I honestly couldn't think of anything worse, because like it just (laughs) was so intimidating to me. (laughs) Don't be afraid. I know you think you're So before you're telling us about the lead up to the audition and how much you just you didn't want to do it and so what happened on the actual day of the audition for Skillet? Basically, so go to the audition and it's like the best I've ever played. I'm like, oh my gosh, I had to do my drum solo and I'm like, I completely nailed it. I'm just confused and I'm just like, now I've misrepresented myself and I've made myself look like the best drummer in the whole world. And I was like, (laughs) and then I was like, I had the interview after I'm like, hey, so yeah, I'm actually just here because I felt like God told me to be here, but I don't really like the drums and I don't think I'm very good at them and truthfully I never practice and I actually quit them I don't know if I'll ever play again and I like just tried to sabotage why would you say that (laughs) yeah I was just I think it's just like panic panic I was like I I did the audition so well that I was like worried I misrepresented myself and as I said before I get nervous playing for 200 people on the Sunday so I was kind of like what have I done you know and it was just such a funny story because basically uh the band got back to me a couple of days later and said, you know, we really appreciated your honesty and they liked my heart and my heart for Jesus. And they said they wanted to go with me as their drummer. And to me, it was like so clear that God had lined it up that I kind of just stepped into being in Skillet. Uh, I was 17 years old when I first was like accepted into the band. My first show, I just turned 18. And truth is even the first day I go from 200 people at church on a Sunday to the first tour I ever did was Winter Jam which is the biggest arena Christian tour in all of the world so I kind of went from 200 people to 16,000 people was my first ever show oh my goodness and as you can imagine that was kind of a whirlwind and a roller coaster for me and so I remember that first show day going to sound check I didn't even know what a sound check was I didn't know how to sound check, didn't know how to like tune my drums properly. And here I am in an arena and um, I was so nervous. And even the sound check, I was really struggling to play with the click well. It's just like nerves, man. And so the band, I could tell that they were nervous then, obviously. So they all like prayed for me before I went on stage. Aww. And that first show, I like walked up after them praying on me, go sit down at the drums And it's like just a peace came over me and I just knew, I knew God was with me. I knew that he had put me there. And it's been the same peace that's just carried on with me for 12 years straight. And now I'm here not only after traveling the world with a multi-platinum selling rock band, playing with the best rock drummers in the entire world, playing on the same stages as them. And uh, it's just like, I just love to talk about the story because it's such a clear example of how 
you know, God can take weakness and, and make just shine his strength right through it. Um, mm. The things I thought that made me a really sucky drummer was like, I'm, I'm quite simple, but I'm super passionate and really emotional. Like I love to play because I love music, but I'm not very technical. And it's been the very thing that's been my strength playing. I think the things I thought made me unusable have been the very things God u has used to connect to people and uh, what people love about my drumming is the very thing I thought made me sucky. Mm. So I guess I just want anyone that's listening to be reminded like there are things that we just can't understand he's, how he's going to work sometimes and if you feel like he's calling you to step out in things that feel too big, too scary, too impossible for you, maybe they are impossible for you and he just wants to show you that, that he'll be the strength, he'll be everything you need and what you think is weakness, what you think is not enough is plenty in his hands it's like the loaves and the fish you know just mm. bring what you have and let him multiply and let him do the rest and uh i feel like that's what he's done with my drumming you are the one you are the one i need you are the one who loves me completely well, being part of Skillet, I mean, you've done that for so long. Have you always wanted to start your own solo project now as you've moved into? Have, like, has it always been on your heart when you started drumming, you know, one day I want to yeah. be solo or I'll just ride this out until something happens? <laughs> it's kind of like, honestly, it's a lot of different conflicting things. I mean, as a kid, when I was little, I always dreamed of being a singer or being like a pop star. And I don't know if it was like a, a real dream or just like I, I used to see Britney Spears on TV or whoever it was and thought, mm. wow, that's really cool. Um, and it was kind of when I became a teen, I, I was 16 years old, just given my life to Jesus. But I was around a lot of musicians that it was clear, like everyone kind of felt like they were going to be a star. Everyone kind of felt like they'd have their own band. And it made me realize like, oh, Lord Jesus, I really don't ever want to like mix up my calling and put that above like your gospel and what I mean is like it, it it's not like I'll live for you Jesus if I get to walk out my dreams it's I'll live for you Jesus no matter what like even if none of my dreams come true you are so worthy and I, I hate the idea of mixing up um your calling and putting it put it in a place that it doesn't belong because your calling like comes under the lordship of Christ and under like the gospel if that makes sense um, I'm a Christian first before I am like a singer or a drummer, if, if that makes sense. So yeah. I kind of like laid it all down, forgot about it. And then not only that, getting into Skillet, it was like, I just couldn't believe that God took a girl from Coventry, England. I just wanted to be a hairdresser. And <laughs> one, I couldn't believe he saved me, honestly, the fact that he would intervene in my life in such a way. I was already just so grateful. But then the fact that he would... Let me be a part of something that shines light for him in the darkest places in the world. I was just so humbled and grateful. And I couldn't believe God would allow me a platform like that where people are, are watching and listening. And basically, I just kind of, with traveling with Skillet all around the world and meeting people in Japan and Russia and Germany, saying, you know, I was in the darkest place of my life and then I heard your song and it saved my life. It, helped me break free of addiction it, it made me not leave my family and I decided not to kill myself when this song came on mm. it just kind of like humbled me to a new level of realizing wow God uses music it's such a powerful tool in his hand and like he just reaches people in their darkest places through songs like this and 
I kind of just felt like I've got this small window of time where people care what I have to say. How can I use my platform to an, in a more vocal way that points to truth and, and points to life、mm. and just looks different than all the emptiness, you know? And I thought after seeing, you know, how these songs all across the world have changed people's lives, like writing music is such a powerful way to do this. So I kind of was praying about it and really felt like God was stirring within me. You know, how can I use my voice and my platform in a more vocal way for Christ? And、um, so it was like six years later, it just seemed like the right time. I feel so honored to be a part of Skillet, and I never wanted to like, call, like step out into Ledger and, and forsake Skillet. It's so not what this was. It was,、oh, I wonder if I can be kind of like an extra avenue, like almost like a tree with different branches、mm. to reach more people in more, you know, just different lanes and different ways. And but it's been really special, and I'm just so grateful to God. It's really surreal to be here chatting to you. Yeah. Having an Australian <laughs> interview. What the heck? <laughs> True. I wanted to be a hairdresser. How is this happening? <laughs> <laughs> Doing, you know, many chats and interviews while you've been in, in lockdown. What have you been up to? You know, I've been kind of doing all the stuff that I never, I've been touring for 12 years straight now. And、wow. Skillet's like known for being one of the busiest bands in the world.、Uh, I, don't, I think it was like 2014 or something. We were the third ranked third highest touring act in the whole world. Like it was like Lady Gaga, someone else,、What? and then Skillet. The amount of shows we cram in a year. So, you can imagine after 12 years of touring, and then the last two years I've been doing Ledger, my side project, at the same time as skilling with, with,、uh, touring with Skillet. So, sometimes I'm jumping to a Ledger show from a Skillet show. This、wow. last year I was on tour with Ledger, and then I was jumping and flying into the Skillet shows.、Um, I was kind of technically on two tours at once, and then. <laughs> Went to Russia, came back, did the summer festivals where I'd open up for Skillet. I was opening the night with Ledger and then closing the night with Skillet all summer and these Christian festivals. Then we went to like Europe and then we came back. It's just been the busiest year ever. So I'm not、wow. gonna lie. I am really, in, I'm just choosing to see this as the biggest gift from God because we were meant to be on tour even like in April, May. We had shows and Of course, I'm really bummed not to be performing because I just do feel like there's such purpose in what we do. But you know what? Getting up and having a shower with a door that locks and clean towels in my own house, I'm like, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and then, like, I go downstairs and I make myself a coffee and I feel like a spoiled queen. I'm just like, this is such luxury. And being locked in the house for me. Uh, just because my lifestyle is so crazy, it does feel like such a treat. I love like drawing and art. So I've been doing like just little projects here and there and then、uh, writing music. I'm learning guitar now. I'm just having like、cool. the time of my life, spending time on things. Like it's always, I've always kind of thought, wouldn't it be kind of fun to see if I could learn acoustic guitar? Or, and I'm just on the road all the time and it's just, it's not, an, like, not really an option. And, So, I'm just choosing like each day, like, what do I want to spend my time on today? I think I'll paint. I think I'll learn guitar. I think I'll write a song. <laughs> I think I'm, it's kind of like I feel like a kid in a candy shop, honestly, but I don't know if I'm really allowed to be this happy about it because obviously I hate what's going on and I hate like the fear. I hate people getting sick. It makes me super upset, but I'm choosing to just see the gift that it is and choose to embrace like 
for me right now, this is a gift. I'm going to be praying. I'm going to be sensitive to um, my friends and family that are having a tough time and how, however I can. Mm. Uh, and also just choose to be grateful because I don't know when I'm ever going to have a season with this much time in my hands. And not to sound cheesy, I also just feel like, you know how when you're in like the day in, day out of life, you can kind of let spiritual disciplines be just like lazy. Like, yeah. well, I didn't have time today to like pray or read. And it's okay because God, God's grace is like lovely that our life isn't based on our own works, you know. But on the other side of it, like I can wake up and I can read my Bible for an hour straight and have coffee. And what That's else awesome. am I going to do in my day? And I've just really enjoyed like re almost like a restructure and a reprioritizing of my life sort of facing the stuff that I've always wanted to do I've always wanted to be a prayer warrior but then mm. I'm like never actually have the discipline to do it so why not use now you know <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome thank you so much for, for being part of my show and catching up with me Jen it's been great to to chat with you thank you so much oh goodness gracious thank you so much for having me I've really enjoyed chatting and we will definitely make sure it's not a year and a half before the next time I have time during (laughs) this coronavirus break so feel free to hit me up again in a couple of months (laughs) yes that would be great (laughs) thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from vision christian media to find out more about us go to vision.org.au 